Why don't you want kids? Excuse me? <laughs> I saw how you reacted earlier. I know what it's like when you're just starting out and you think you have all the time in the world. And, you know, you're not going to be so young forever. Have kids. Then you'll be creating something together. This is all just setting. Film Punch. I'm your moderator, Rebecca Martin, and I have some amazing co-hosts with me tonight. Um, first of all, let me say what movie we're talking about. Um, we're talking about Darren Aronofsky's Mother, uh, starring Jennifer Lawrence and how do you pronounce? Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. And I'm going to let my amazing co-hosts introduce themselves. I'm Angela Shershen. Sherry Rimkus. Dave Klingerman. Helen Leotonko. Leona Zions, Jessica Schamberg. All right, guys. So this film, <laughs> I don't know what I think about it yet. Because honestly, it was one of those movies that was so like there was a lot of deep layers to it. So I'm don't want to like make an immediate judgment. I think the immediate judgment is WTF. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's definitely WTF. But in terms of like, was this? worth making? Yeah, I think so. I think it was a well-made film. I think it was a rather overwrought, long, drawn-out metaphor, but okay. much <laughs> much to be admired on, as you said, mm -hmm. so many layers. Mm -hmm. I would love to talk to his psychiatrist, <laughs> and I wonder how long he has been in therapy. The very, right. The very right. first thing I said after it was over was, I think there's something very wrong with Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> I think it's like somebody who's all, it may have been or he know, known somebody who had been in a very toxic relationship. What I got is a horror of actually living with a narcissist. Yes, I saw that. And nar narcissists obviously burning from that relationship and the source will be like, okay, that's over with and going on the next one. Yeah, I burned from this one. I burned from that one, and the cycle. Well, but also, like, my favorite part of the film was the first half when the couple came to the house. Because to me, that was more like a psychological thrill. Yeah, because of the toxic way, like Michelle Pfeiffer, especially the way she was talking to her. Yeah, was so manipulative and weird and toxic. I loved it. Yeah, her acting was wonderful. The subtleties in her expression. I mean, I wasn't expecting that to be that major. It really was. Especially contrasting oh. with Jennifer's almost sleepwalking, uh -huh. right. you know, a right. blank sort of face yeah. accepting everything that was going on. That was really a juxtaposition. So, Helen, what what are your thoughts about the film? Um, 
I mean, I, I sort of like, like I, to an extent, like agree when you say like it's sort of this long overwrought metaphor. Like, I mean, I, I still think that overall, like, I appreciated the movie. Um, but I guess in terms of like the analogy, I guess I didn't feel like it was like a very particularly deep analogy. It did seem like it was just well, not just, but it was right. it was like exaggerated. Um, almost like sometimes absurd, especially in the second half, yes, depictions of yeah. regular issues that you would find in like normal relationships, like issues with control, mm-hmm. um, with jealousy, with feelings of possessiveness. But here it's just like really heightened. Oh, so, like, for sure. To the extent where like sometimes it's hard to comprehend what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I got is like uh-huh. I don't know if anybody's seen Eraserhead. To me, it's just like mm-hmm. the first thing the baby is exactly. That's what I got. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, this wasn't supposed to be real life. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so and, like the oh, baby sorry. exploding while well, the house is exploding. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Angela had something to well, say. I was going to say, to kind of go off of what Leona said earlier, I think there were a lot of layers to this movie, and it's probably worth a second watch. Um, I just don't think we can take it at face value. No. And I'm sure we all have a theory of what this movie was about. And right. I, my personal theory is I think it was some sort of commentary on social inequalities that happen throughout um, history and mm-hmm. like the movements to try to to change that um, like when they they were being raided by the house there were all these different images like there was the riot police with like clashing against protesters that just I just thought that was like black lives matter right there mm-hmm. there was the the people that had the their people laying on the floor with their heads in the bags that reminded me a lot of the Mexican cartels, the imagery we get there. You saw all the women behind that like wire glass yeah. bags. I was like, oh, it feels so much like the imagery we see with sexual slavery. So I was almost wondering if this film was like some sort of broader commentary. Yeah, I, th- I, I got that. I mean, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie La Dolce Vita. Yes. Um, but I got I, that part where they had the, the two little kids who saw like the the holy thing or whatever they were touched by God and everybody was like obsessed with these kids and people were watching them like like because they felt like they were some touched holy thing and, and people were just obsessed and like trying to grab pieces of the tree that they had touched and all that so it it like it had a I really, I really, I like, I want to say I like, yes, I like the film. Um, the the baby eating it, sorry, spoiler, Are we, I guess we're doing spoilers. <laughs> sorry, um, at the end was probably the most like, well, they could have just not necessarily done it, but he, he was making a point, driving it hard, so. Or, I mean, or is that some commentary on Christianity? I think well, that definitely, that like, definitely was I, there. Well, there was the ash. The, the ashes and everything I got, um, did anyone else? Oh, sorry. Like, I want to be worshipped and everything. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of to worship me. I think more than the the personal relationships. I think what he is also trying to bring home is how the public devours what the artist produces, and it's not so much narcissism. It's not coming from the creator, whether it be the creator or artistic creations when the public grabs onto it and I think maybe it speaks a lot from their lives in Hollywood and dealing with that because fame 
hits you so hard. Yeah. How do you deal with it? Yeah. Um, and it's so public, and it's very hard to keep the personal. So I think it's more than a one-on-one relationship, but it's a commentary on when you do produce something that the public grabs onto, mm-hmm. and they devalue, they eat it up, and they raise you up to be this you know, icon or whatever. Uh And what does the icon do? Does that create the narcissism or do they begin to feed off the public? It's like you're feeding off each other. Uh I think the one thing is the title is Mother with Uh an exclamation point. And yet Javier is a creator at the end who's we're going to take it back to the beginning yeah, and start lot, all over again. And I'm thinking there. patriarchy, you're still rearing your ugly head there, <laughs> you know. So it the says mother, mother but where is now. the woman? Yes. Yeah. So, Dave, were you so, going to say something? Were you um, starting to say, and Jessica, I know you had yeah, a thought yeah, as well. I, maybe it's a, more of a commentary just on toxic culture in general. I mean, like, what Leona was talking about is definitely, like, celebrity worship. And there was definitely, I thought about that a lot yeah. going throughout it. But, um, yeah, toxic relationships just in general, maybe. Public and celebrity and police and protesters and, and things like that. Maybe maybe there was a broader commentary there. Mm-hmm. Within and this. to be perfect and yeah. Yeah. Jessica. Well, what, this may be super obvious, but what I thought about a lot watching, the, especially the first half, was Rosemary's Baby. That's what the preview kind of made me yeah, think it might be. But the way the way she was drinking the that uh, yeah, well, tonic or whatever it was the turmeric colored thing. Yeah, that's very much like when she's. What was that? I yeah, don't I was, know. I was really wondering that too because then she puts. Because remember the day she gets yeah. pregnant, she throws it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I, it just reminded me of when um, Mia Farrell drinks that drink. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh huh. So that uh-huh. that just struck a chord for me. Yeah. yeah and all was, the people coming in and out, it just made me think. Yeah. Of yeah. There were a lot of little teasers in there that were extracted from a lot of other maybe mm-hmm. iconic films. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think, I hate to use this, I think he bit off a lot more than he intended to chew in this. Okay. He tried to cover so much. Yeah. And I think the song at the end probably said it all more succinctly than the entire what film. What was the song again? The End of the World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Singing, <laughs> which was so concise and precise and almost yeah. telling it all. Yeah. So, um, so Kristen Wiig. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. That was pretty <laughs> random. Yeah, there were a few actors we were talking about that kind of took us out of it. Kristen Wiig was definitely one. And then, uh, what's his name? Domal Gleason. Oh, yeah, Gleason. Dominic Gleason. Yeah, he yeah. played Bill Don't Weasley. Know. So I was like, I was like, wait, what's Bill Weasley doing here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Like, you know, Ex Machina yeah, yeah. and Star Wars. And, you know, he's, he's done a lot of things. I was actually happy to see him. He, he always puts a smile yeah. on my face. I mean, he, even if he's evil in this movie, he, he was pretty good in it. And as you said, his his accent is getting better. His American accent, yeah, definitely better than Ex Machina. It was horrible in Ex Machina, but um, yeah, I. So this movie, I think we should break it down, kind of go part to part because it, it's a very. Um, different film, and I think it would be important to talk about part one versus part two. Um, Part one, 
I think it's, it's kind of like a simple story. It's believable. Like, it's like, you know, this this could happen. Like, this, this artist meet, meets these two people that really, or that one guy, um, Ed, Ed Harris. Ed Harris, who's, you know, obsessed with them. And then, you know, they have the disagreement with the sons and they die. Like, this is all like, this could have been one movie, like, before it all went to, sh- like, I, not shit, crazy. That's what I meant to say, crazy. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, like Jessica, I, I did like the the first part. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer, she was she was great. Um, and I, looking at the second part, it's kind of like um, just taking that first part and like just blowing the shit out of it, you know. Like, but I I'm curious what you guys thought versus part one. Part and part two. It all started to go wrong after the hearts broke. Yeah. Mm. That's when the kids started showing up, people started dying, and then everything yeah. was crazier and crazier. From That's there. interesting. So I'm not sure what the relevance is there other than. But it escalated a yeah. lot in part two. It was like suddenly yeah. there was like few people and then there was like a dance party and like and then they were dismantling the house yeah yeah yeah. but isn't that the way history is going I mean now it's a lot of it's accelerating because of technology things that took centuries are now happening in decades that's interesting that's an interesting thought yeah it's sort of like compacting and then you've got the replay of all of these revolutionaries from all different eras and times Yeah. coming in so that's almost like a, a replay mm-hmm. or a, you know let's go back and let's do this again but right. they're all coming again in different different garb okay different you know but it's the, it's the same right. it's still right. revolution it's still trying to do change yeah I okay. think the first part was a lot of teasers because, I don't know, didn't have you hanging on your seat to see what is coming next. Well, there were all those jump parts, you know? It was all like, of these uh, you know, she would turn and then you'd be like, okay, who's going to jump at her now? You know, you were just ready for it. It was like a horror film, you know, where you don't know who's around the corner right. and like, boom, boom, boom. Did you have something to yeah, say? I just wanted to just yeah. go back slightly to what Dave was saying where he talked about how the mood of the movie changed after the heart broke and we know those um, those rock hearts were actually from the different women and we know it was a different woman and it, you know you hear Jennifer Lawrence say well we want to have kids but essentially you won't be intimate with me and we know that he actually didn't get intimate with her until after that rock heart broke so right. maybe it was like he was still hanging on to that the first one and then once that broke he could start moving along with the second one <laughs> right I, I saw that as a he took that as a challenge yeah, but it's fair <laughs> yeah I I mean if, if you break it down it's kind of like what so yes Jennifer Lawrence is like she she's kind of the force behind the film um, but Javier Bardem is kind of like the reason why things are going the way they're going. Like, he's the one who's like addicted to like what people think of him and everything. And um, yes, because Jennifer Lawrence was the inspiration, but I don't know. It, it was just kind of shitty, like what he did to her. Like, in the sense, like, fucking baby, Jesus. Why? why? He, did, he does this to all the women. Yeah, but why would. 
why would he want to kill his baby? Because like, maybe he, there isn't room in it with his ego to have another boy or or girl for that no, matter. To, it, you know. it, it didn't seem to me like he believed his actions would lead to the death of the baby, though. Like... I mean, if you think of the Lion King when he lifts up the yeah, new lion cub for the people. But he handed, but he handed, See, but he let him eat it. <laughs> so if that's the commentary on Christianity, you know, Jesus is the Son of God, so God gives up His only Son for yeah. the people, so he okay. could have essentially a God complex. Oh, for going sure. On. And for I sure. also think his ignoring her. A lot of people say, "God, why have you?" left me you know where are you mm-hmm. created us and now you leave us to our own you know concerns and right. what we're doing so where are you yeah so he keeps turning his back on her and going off and not paying attention so I, I do have a question Michelle Pfeiffer um, when they were just when she had her lemonade and like all that shit <laughs> like she was saying um, she's like oh I know why he won't like be intimate with you but I didn't know what she meant did you guys know what she meant well I guess because in the end she said something like oh like I'm sure he still loves you so then that made me think oh she's trying to imply that she's that he's not like in love with her anymore yeah um, or maybe that he's seen someone else I but yeah, that how is well, that possible I don't think <laughs> that's what it was yeah maybe maybe she in some way Jennifer Lawrence was keeping her own self back yeah, there's like, a, remember, lot there's a lot of unanswered questions, yeah. but it's, I mean, that's, it's an Aronofsky film. By the way, have you guys seen all of the other ones, or most of, or some other ones? Some of them, yeah. Okay, so how do you think this came up with the others, or is it something you got to process a bit? Uh, I don't need to process it. Yeah, <laughs> although like a process film. One thing that I kind of notice is that, like the idea of like a protagonist who's interested in perfection or some idea of perfection also came up here, um, similar to like Black Swan. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was perhaps like less of a focus. Dreamlike body, turning now. I got that like pie and yeah. and everything. Right. Right. Didn't you think Jennifer Lawrence sounded like Natalie Portman? <laughs> I didn't catch that. Because <laughs> every time she was like that. breathing and talking, it was like I felt like they have the same voices, which was interesting to me because they both were in like the main roles of the film. I mean, I'm not saying that was done on purpose, but yeah. Well, I think in both just an observation. Women kind of being beat down in a way. There's a weakness. I'm just not sure. If, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm not sure if he knew quite where he was going. At some point, it became another movie to me. Like the first part made sense in some ways. Then it then it went into a totally to me a totally different movie. You didn't see Ed Harris again. You didn't see Mel Pfeiffer again. I think like Leona was saying, he was trying to do too much and then realized, yeah. oh, I only have this set amount of time. I'll throw in everything into half an hour. <laughs> well, I got it. I mean, from the very beginning, I got, like, this dreamlike quality yeah. to it, to me, and it's almost like it's a turtle, and it's just a dream, oh. and so then all of a sudden, and then it turns into a nightmare. Um, That's what I kind of got, because they... it, it was almost like when she was turning, and like, you invited them here, are you sure? <laughs> you know, like, this is almost like in a dream, but, like, is this really happening? Are you really oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> but also at the end, very tensely, he kept trying to have her forgive him and forgive them out there. Yeah. Oh like, my God, so I now that freaking was hated him. Like, really intense. That was like, before you die, before you go, forgive us all. We need this. I mean, and then it's the apocalypse. So was she and like now Mother Mary over. or something? Like Didn't she? That? Like, some, sorry. No, 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 no. She used the word apocalypse. She goes, I need to go. She said, like, clean up the apocalypse. Well, I need to clean up the apocalypse. She was, she was choking, you know. It was yeah. like, this place has been <laughs> torn apart by these... People, so. And of course, she used Ed Harris's cigarette lighter. Yeah. To she so maybe he was in there at the beginning just so he could leave his cigarette lighter for her to use at the end. And we're tying things like a little oh. neatly together. It was almost a little obvious, but yeah. But that was okay. I just don't think that's going to repeat for the next girl. Like oh. I feel like that's kind of hard to keep like the I was, same. I was going to say a little obvious, like. So that end scene where you see it's a different girl coming out of bed, I thought that he kind of almost spoiled that because the beginning shot was a woman with the flames, like, in fire, and it it clearly wasn't Jennifer Lawrence. So, like, once she was about to set the fire, it's like, okay, he just goes full circle with all these women, and it's going to be someone else. I was surprised that, that there was somebody else. I thought it was going to be her, yeah. like Grandhog Day, yeah. turning around <laughs> again, but it wasn't. But let me say that technically, technically, I think he did an absolutely masterful job in mm-hmm. directing. That was a whole lot. I think that was parallel to a really good car chase. There was a lot of choreography in there. There was a lot of setting right. there, an awful lot, and that mm-hmm. was really handled masterfully. Yeah. Just from a visual. And we should give stand. kudos to Jennifer Lawrence. Half of the movie was a close-up of her face. Yeah, yeah. So she had she really did a good job controlling her emotions and her facial Right, right. I mean, she kind of had the same face most of the time, um, except for the time when she had the tears coming down. But. Um, Yes. What were we gonna say? Yeah. Um, well, just in addition to like the visuals, I thought, especially in the first half, that the sound was really well done, and that there's mm-hmm. sort of this other contrast between like the second half and the first half, where like the first half, the house itself was so loud, and like every single creak and noise that the house made was just like super like loud right. and like in your right. face, and then all of like the camera angles were also like really close up, where you mm-hmm. couldn't see anything that was happening behind Jennifer Lawrence. It was all just on her face and whatever she was like looking at. Right. Um, but then in the second half, it all just sort of blows up, and you can't hear the house anymore. You're just hearing like these people and all this like noise and chaos. Um, and then there's like more like wider shots so that you see all of this other stuff that's happening around her and all this chaos. And, yeah, I mean um, you're confused. Yeah. Like she she is like what what's going on? I'm gonna look around for wherever this noise is coming from. By the way, with Ed Harris when he was heaving, that was real, right? Like when she saw him, and then she asked, "Oh, are you feeling okay?" Well, do we know if that's real? We don't. No, I don't. No. I don't know. I, because the next I'm day, asking. everyone was like, "Oh, it's fine," but he really was. I mean, I'm just wondering, like, how what that. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I was just wondering because that was never explained. It had to have represented something. I wondered if she was having delusions or something. Yeah, and then there was really like a there was like a weird mark on his waist. Yeah, yeah. But, but he, like, like, it was yeah. like he got burned or yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you did you guys notice the styling? Like how it was very neutral. Everything was a neutral color. So she's like painting the walls, and it's all neutrals. And then everything was old fashioned, like porcelain sinks and tin buckets, and there was nothing really modern in the house yeah. at all. Yeah. 
I just thought yeah. that was interesting. There wasn't even a mod- there weren't even cell phones or yeah, yeah, no, there was a wall phone. Yeah. <laughs> there was the wall phone. That was about the only concession. Which they made. also remember nine eleven, your cell phones weren't working. You right. needed a landline, and that was probably a landline. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so. they shouldn't have been living in that house. They should have been living in like the city or something so he could be around people like but maybe that was his whole shtick you know but the whole thing was the house was talking to her all along and she felt yes and then if you noticed what when she went all the way down to the lower 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 basement and the wall that eventually was the one that opened up at the end to me I saw a face there and the first thing I thought of was that looks like an infant or some sort of a grotesque face, just the way the concrete was laid out. And I think the blood and the slit in the floor and the whole thing, I don't know, that that has to do with women also. Okay. Uh, and that had okay. to do with birth. And I think it was, there, were, there was a lot of commentary in there. I mean, I thought it that sorry, was... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah. go. She really kind of yeah. like mother of the house, you know what I mean? She's very protective about the house. What are you doing? No, no, get off my, get off my counter. You know, I thought she was a little too much in the beginning. Honestly, I was like, come on, they're just here because they like. I was kind of like more on um, Javier's side than her. But then, but then once, once things, I was, I, I, was, I thought, I thought she could be a little more chill. I thought she was a little. Um, too much in the these, beginning. These are people who shouldn't have been there anyways. I know, but like sometimes you gotta like open your life up. But then when it got to the point where everybody was coming in the house and it was all crazy, I was like, okay, this is when everybody should go home. But I was like, what? What's wrong with having some new people in your life? Like, there's nothing Not wrong with that. Not when they take over yeah. your life. And, and take was, over your house. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, after the funeral, I mean, they should have just all yeah. left, and it seems like that's what happened. But what came after that, you know, obviously... It was, it was more about Javier's character not listening to her and not respecting what she wanted. I think that was true. more about what was going on there than the actual people in the house. Right. Did he even have a name? Did she ever say his name? What was her name? I don't think she had a name either. No, I mean, I should look on IMDb, but I think they're nameless, like maybe just mother and poet. And uh, first, younger son and older son. And yeah, they were sort of blanket yeah, representation. Like I wonder if her not listening to the house is our not listening to history. It says, you know, if you don't read history and don't learn it, it tends to repeat itself. And here the house was trying to give yeah, nobody hints names. of what was coming. Oh. And, I mean, you know, I think there are really a lot of layers to peel away on there. Is it worth it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a jury's thought on that one. Um, <laughs> did you notice when they were taking the, the sun out with his head wound? And they like everyone just vanished. Yeah. And like she's there on the on the porch, like at the very beginning again. Yeah. But the camera zooms out enough, you can kind of see like the cinders burning at the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. 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 So and that I, that overhead shot you're talking about. No, it, was, it, was it zoomed all the way out. Yeah, but then there was one from above looking down, and the trees yeah, were all around one. there. Yeah, what Dick's talking about is on the so house in the, the center. Yeah. Showed her in the doorway, and then the foreground. There's just start to be. 
little smoke rising. And they reach out to hold each other's hands, and one is burned and the other Yeah, but this is another part. They're, they're not talking about the poem. The, well, that you're talking about the part when she was reading the poem, and yeah, then, like, the, the house. They're actually talking about a different part, which I didn't even notice. long shot. Yes, they're both long they're shots. They're both long shots, but one is from the house, and the other one from the is, field. is from the field. The house. Yeah. And don't they, they reach out, two people reach out for their hands. Yes, yes. but oh. not at the part they're talking about. Yeah. Just okay. it's, it's two different parts. I don't, I didn't notice that either, so I'm, I'm right there with was, you, but yeah. I was thinking about, I thought that that was Jennifer Lawrence's face at the beginning. Angela told me that I was wrong. And, <laughs> Sorry. And then at the end, <laughs> and then at the end, I thought that was Jennifer Lawrence again, and I just wasn't paying attention, I guess. I guess I was expecting well, to see Jennifer Lawrence, so I just it's easy to be confused with the, somebody with the same burned yeah. face, you know. I, I get it, but um, that makes so, more sense. So yeah. I was, I was kind of expecting the, the sequence to start over again because I saw that and and, and the overhead yeah. from the top as well. I figured. Right. When the house explodes and they're out. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a question. If you, What was something that you wish that would have been done in the film to make it better? Or at least better for you? Maybe not for everybody, but something that you would have been like, okay, it would have been cool if they ended it here, didn't eat the baby, or like, you know, like some something else, you know? I could have done without the eating of a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely could have done without. I don't think it was that. I felt like hearing its neck snap was yeah. enough for me. Oh my God. Yeah. I wonder what did she flush down the toilet? The heart. I think it was I couldn't make out what it. Yeah, what that was it definitely a heart. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for me, I. I like the film, and I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the depth that it went into, but at the end, I was just like, they didn't, I mean, I just, I think the baby thing was what bothered me, like, we could have just, why do they have to show so much, you know, it's like, we could have known that the baby was taken, but why do you have to show the freaking carcass, I mean, that, that just makes me want to vomit in my mouth, you know, um, so I think, like, there was too much show. There should have been less show, and that's my opinion. So, um, anyways, we we've come to the end here. So I wanted to um, see if any of you have any final thoughts about the movie that you want to throw in. I think I think this movie, I, like I feel like I need to rewatch it again because. Well, I don't know if I will or if I won't, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, it's kind of tough to, like, I still can't decide if I like or don't right. like this movie. Right. Yeah. Wait, would you recommend it to someone to go see? That's a good question. Carefully. Very carefully. carefully. Maybe it's like, how, how, what's your tolerance for a slightly messed up <laughs> stuff? If it's high, go see yeah. this movie. If it's low, don't go yeah. see no, this movie. Yeah. That's a good if, point. If you like movies about metaphors, go see, go see uh, Mother. <laughs> Um, well then, I guess I'll just. There was one. There was one cicada. <laughs> the one that yes, there was. <laughs> it died. Twitchy. Oh, you're right. It uh, had a quick death. Yes. And I that. think some scenes should have had quicker <laughs> yeah. death. I think he could have cut 
a lot. I think maybe he was a little in love with some of his own movie making and well, some parts. Well, it's He's probably Javier's probably based on him, maybe. Well, I well, hope maybe not. Considering Jennifer Lawrence is dating him right exactly. now, exactly. Exactly. Jennifer Lawrence and Darren Aronofsky are dating. Yes, I did not know that. And it's because they've come out of the closet. This, this is where they met. Yeah, interesting. So I, I think you know. Usually, I ask us to recommend a film we've seen recently for people to go see. But I, I mean, if we've all, have we all seen more than one Darren Aronofsky film? I think I've only seen the yeah. yeah, I've seen two. <laughs> okay, then never mind. I was going to ask what your favorite Aaron Osby film was. I like Pie. Okay. Pie's my favorite, actually. Okay. Good. The only one from him that I've seen that I really liked was Requiem for a Dream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit depressing. <laughs> it's pretty screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Requiem is my favorite too. Yeah. Um, of the ones I've seen, I liked Black Swan the best. Um, okay. Actually, like I would say, that the, it's not the gratuitiveness of this movie yeah. that like bothered me so much as just that it became very absurd in a lot of ways in the second yeah. intentionally but still right. I sort of appreciate that less than when it was a little more subtle I suppose in the first yes. half and I feel like with Black Swan it was it was more like that where it's just more you know, it's like subtle and like heightened but like but like it to a lesser extent it fit extent, with the film <laughs> yeah, yeah I know yeah. what you're saying yeah so it sort of hit that sweet spot yeah okay the black swan is also mine first of all I love dance you love so dance. anything having to do with dance right right and I know a lot of dancers and I was a dancer mm-hmm. so um, I think that had um, definitely more of a piece and made more sense and I love the psychological aspect of it because it, it did ring more true than this and it wasn't trying to cover the entire world and everything that's happened since right. the beginning so right yeah, yeah. I it think he was within story. a good yes he yeah. kept to the story I gotcha yeah and it okay. made sense okay yeah. I'm going to change my recommendation for Black Swan I forgot that was his <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot better yeah it's a good one um well, I, I, I think The Wrestler needs a shout-out. I, I, I did enjoy that film. It's actually been a while since I've seen it, but I remember really liking it when I saw it. Um, I'm a fan of the others. Um, probably Black Swan would come second. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where the this one's gonna place, <laughs> but we'll we'll see. I got a process, so yeah. And then I have Black the only Swan. other one I've seen is Black Swan. Okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe I should say Mother. If you're into messed up songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you really like Black Swan, I would see this one because I think Black Swan is easier to get. Well, you could like both. I mean, they're just different. They're two different kind of disturbing levels. But if you if you can handle a little bit more, I guess it's all right. Um, so okay, well uh, next time, let's just say Blade Runner. <laughs> Yay! Um, can we see the first one first? Yeah, that's actually the, the, the meetup is for the first one, yeah. and then and then I have we're to gonna look at go the date again. See it. October it's not, 1st. Yeah. I'm performing. I can't. 
Oh, have okay. to find it somewhere else. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to do the movie as well after it. Um, so. Yeah, that one should be up later tonight. I've been meaning to put that on the schedule. Oh, oh, October, yeah, that hasn't yeah, been put October up yet. October 7th, the weekend of October 7th. Okay, so Blade Runner I will still come to see Blade Runner, but I okay. got to try and get a hold of the first one just to refresh yeah. the memory. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you can find we're a meetup, so if you want to join in a, <laughs> on our meetups, we're on meetup.com, uh, Film Punch Meetup, and then we have a Twitter um at Film Punch Meetup, and you can email us. Um, please share your thoughts with us about what you think about our episodes. Um, and that's at filmpunch at gmail.com. Okay, well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Please welcome back to the show, Jennifer Lawrence, everybody. As is, uh, as is tradition when you're here, Ooh. a glass of wine. Cheers. Cheers. Always nice to see you. I, I was worried that you wouldn't want to have a drink tonight because you had your premiere last night. I am morbidly hungover. Morbidly hungover. Now, is this always something? Uh, do you tend to drink a lot at all your premieres? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was your first this time? Is, I really never do this. <laughs> Um, no, I well, my entire family was in town. Got it. A lot of friends came in town. So, whew, and all of my friends are alphas. All of them. Okay. It was all alphas? of us. In, yeah. We're okay, just I all, thought you were saying my alcas, voice was gone and I was up. like, is that, are that short <laughs> for alcoholics? My best friends are alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were just shouting each other out last night. And is that, does that fit with, uh, obviously. Just the throat. Yeah, this is, this is, uh. But you, obviously, a, a film premiere, especially a film like this, which has, you know, there's a, it's very artistic. Is it strange to be at an after party where you and your friends are just screaming at each other? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Not, not normal, but, um, <laughs> yeah, and it was also an odd choice for me to have my entire family Because this um, is an just for this particular film. movie. Yeah, did you warn them? It was a weird them? choice. Did you warn them what they were going to see? I warned them, um, and any time... <laughs> I, there, I wasn't really wearing a bra a lot because, you know, I'm like Mother Earth, and um, and my dad was sitting next to me, and every I just had just forgotten about that, and every time there would be a shot, my dad would go. <gasps> oh. Um, so, <laughs> so the scariest element of this was the to outline of my nipple. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's been talking all day about how Ray Donovan was at the premiere. Ray Donovan yeah. was at. Was right, so Aliyah yeah, Schreiber? Yeah, Schreiber was yeah. there. Okay, was yeah. your dad excited about that? Um, I was like, M. Night Shyamalan is here, and he was like, Ray Donovan? I was like, I can't talk to you about Ray Donovan anymore. <laughs> I will say, my dad's very excited, would be very excited about Ray Donovan, too. Yeah. I think it's a very dad-friendly show. I think all dads picture themselves as Ray Donovan. Yeah, it's like, it was like the Liam Neeson, like, taken Yeah, exactly. Speech. Yeah. You uh, know they all did that in the shower. Every yeah. <laughs> my, well, oh, my God. Oh, I, my God, what kind of place are you running? <laughs> That's, that was we disgusting. Have, it's not a big deal. We have one mosquito, and he has Zika. <laughs> but uh, it's fine. That must I wouldn't have been work. hard to find. It was. We put you to look, but we have a budget, and so we went out and did the work. <laughs> um, and so uh, afterwards, so your parents, they do they come to premieres often? 
Not really. I, I mean, like the whole family, it was kind of rare, you know? I mean, there's just always, and my brothers, again, it was just a weird choice. I had my mom. Was, Your mom seems like the fun one. I character. feel like that's something similar we have, because my I mom's brought, the fun one, too. Yeah, I brought a boyfriend home to Kentucky one time, and my dad smoked us up a hog butt. Uh -huh. To celebrate, and it was now, like when you smoke up a hog butt, does it does it physically look like a hog like butt? A, like a big juicy. Yeah, but, but does it? Because no, you, it's okay. just like pulled pork. Okay, it gotcha. Looks like anything. And my mom, my boyfriend at the time was like eating it, like kind of against his will. And my mom leaned in. And she was like, "When I saw that dead naked pig on the spit, I couldn't help myself. I leaned in and gave it a kiss. Wouldn't you know it? Two weeks later, I got ringworm." <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, I would say this movie is more disturbing than a, a, a horror movie. I feel like we've been calling it horror just to kind of prepare people. Yeah. It's, there are horrifying it's things. It's horrifying. Yeah. yeah. But it's not sort of a classic horror film. But no. you are someone, do you enjoy going to a, a sort of more classic horror film? No, I can't. Well, I saw Haunting in Connecticut in like 2009 and I was uh -huh. scared for three years. Now this is funny. <laughs> Because I know that Haunting in Connecticut is the film that freaked you it out. Really that's, did. A, that's on nobody's list of the scariest <laughs> I know. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, we have a. I got a poster of the Haunting. This movie is scary as. There's the poster. I will say the poster looks pretty scary. What's, I mean, what's coming out of his mouth? Um, when spirits harden when you're being possessed, they come out of your mouth like a root. Oh, wow. It's really scary. And this happened in Connecticut. <laughs> uh, I noticed this, which uh, this says right Some here something. Oh, but here, here's what it was. That's what gets me. Based on, based true, on events. true events. But by the way, when I saw this, I'm like, no, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> based on true events. It's like based on like one of those peanut cans where a snake comes out. <laughs> but like nobody's ever like, oh yeah, that case where the spirit's root hardened and then came out of that kid's mouth in Hartford. It happened in Hartford. I wish I had had you. Yeah, 2009. I could have taken the edge off it right I was, away. I like, could not pee without running into my bed, but they're coming! <laughs> oh my god! And this is, you were not, that's not long enough ago was, for you to be a child I was like about 20 this. 20 or 21. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm not okay. That. How old was I? 19? I don't know. Um, so I, got a, this... I can't sit up straight anymore. I don't care if I look No, that's bad. all right. You can give up. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, this is an incredible cast. Outside yeah. of yourself, Javier Bardem, Ed Harris, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Stunning. Oh. Stunning. Was it, oh. was it fantastic or intimidating or both to work with Michelle Pfeiffer? I mean, it was fantastic, but like, I couldn't talk to her for like, you know, three days. Yeah. And then I'd be like, so what did you have for breakfast and what did you have for dinner last night? <laughs> Do you take any vitamins? Is that because um, you... Uh... She's just stunning. Her eyes are the color of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, she's just, and she's so talented. And um, I spiked her iced tea one time. <laughs> No, no, why would you spike her uh, iced, iced tea? I hope I don't seem like an alcoholic. <laughs> no one's getting that vibe off of <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, I've been working very hard. I've been drinking because I've been working every day. I've actually never worked in this state before. I've never been this hungover at work. Normally, I don't have to work the day after a premiere. Yeah. So last night... This is, by the way, I, just, I, I hope you don't consider what you're doing right now work. <laughs> Of course like you can not. show up I'm here. I'm here by choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is going to be big now. Cheers uh, again. I call Paramount. <laughs> I you, call them. Yeah. 
You, I was like, get me on Seth Meyers. You called up the publicist and said, I need to. I did. To. I got to. I know, I know the premiere was last night, but still. Oh, I mean, yeah, this is, uh, this would be big for the film, oh. the fact that you're here. God, I wish I was in sweatpants. <laughs> this is awful. The next time you're here, full permission to wear sweatpants. Okay, thanks. Uh, you also, a trailer for a new film that you're in, is it Red Sparrow? Is that the name yes. of it? Yes. Just came out. You shot that in Budapest. Yeah. And I have another drinking story about Budapest. I know. But so I heard you got in a what, you got, I an got altercation, in a, bar fight. a bar fight in Budapest. I got in a real bar that fight. That seems like a dangerous place to get in a bar fight. Uh, I mean, for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, shout out to Dream Team. You know who you are. Um, we were at a bar. It was beer night. Um, and we, we had a ton of beers. And we were all drinking. It was one guy. I was drunk. Uh, which is rare. Yeah. Um, I was drunk, and this guy asked me for a selfie. And I was like, no, thank you, no. And then he was like, please, my girlfriend will never believe you. And my friend was like, if your girlfriend won't believe you, then she's not the one. <laughs> and, and so we were like, just go away. And then he goes, yeah, well, you. And then I just, I don't know, something in me just snapped. But it couldn't have been the alcohol. And I was like, did you just say you to me? Did you just say you to me? And I, like, grabbed him. And I took beers and I started dousing them all over him. And then he was weirdly had a suitcase. Uh -huh. He like went straight to the bar. Um, and I was like, is that your I started pouring beers all over his suitcase. And my friend Chris came up, grabbed me from behind. He goes, don't waste beer. Don't waste beer. And I instantly relaxed. I, I was like, of course. Yeah. What was I thinking? The only, I really just hope. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks. And a good cautionary tale. Yeah. I certainly hope at some point one of that guy's friends got a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> My friend was in the bathroom and he came back. He's like, did you guys see that guy? He was all wet and crying. <laughs> uh, well, it serves him right. Uh, thank you for being here, as always. Is it over? It's over. Yeah, all you right. did it. You Bye. did it. <laughs> Go get your sweatpants. Jennifer Lloyd's everybody's mother. Theater's everywhere tomorrow. We'll be right back with Katrina Bell. Uh